absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Sex Panther, what's going on? Oh, Sex Panther coming at you fresh off of a day of not being here and judging by a bunch of those basketball scores, I'm probably glad I wasn't here. I needed a reprieve. Uh, the, the, the basketball and hockey's been kicking my ass. And then, uh, so it, it really was kind of nice because I come back and then we have actually quite a bit to talk about. So uh, looking forward to talking with another special guest with me this week. Saxy Maxi is here. Howdy, homies. Well, you know, I'm just here in the home studio using the nicest microphone that I own, a Mojave MA200. I, I feel like I've really been dragging down the quality of this podcast with my audio, especially since uh, Rosie has almost completely left entirely. I feel the need to step up my game so I can keep up with your guys' USB Blue Yetis. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't have one. Just Panther well, and Max. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Panther and Max is USB Blue Yetis, which yeah. is, by the way, my throwaway podcast travel microphone that I use for away gigs when I'm out of town. <laughs> I think Panther sounds good, though. I like the quality oh, of his yes. mic. Oh, no, this is, I, I agree. I, this is definitely a step up. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that I, I felt like the pressure was on me to start stepping up the quality. And so today I'm, I'm bringing full quality. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bring a full coin. Now he sounds like, you know, Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the microphone has this way of really pushing the lows, it sounds like, I guess. It really does push the lows. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Uh, sexy right now strikes me as like, you know, this, this woman, she's putting on her best spanks to go out. <laughs> <She's>... yeah. <laughs> that is 100% what I'm doing right now. I'm going full NPR voice on you guys. Yeah, so that's it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to allow you guys to uh, to take shots at my quality of audio anymore. That's we're not doing that. We know how to get under his skin. Mac users are so uh, so temperamental. <laughs> Tyree Kill is no longer a chief. Oh man, we're surprised, huh? Uh, much debate about this. Uh, you know the 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 chat rooms and everything was just kind of clamoring with this big topic yesterday on who won the deal. Big splash for Miami. I think the big question is whether or not they just throw real quick screen passes to Tyree because Tua can't throw it that far down the field. Um, but I think the big question was, did Miami pay too much? Let's see if we review here. The Chiefs got a this year a first, second, a fourth, and next year a fourth and a sixth. I'd have to look and see what Miami had in, in the uh, lottery bag there, but I thought they were uh, plenty of draft picks. So I, I don't really feel like they paid too much, but for, for Kansas city, who's been bumping the salary cap, they needed to get some of these draft picks and alleviate some of that payroll. So I think Kansas city come out, come out ahead here. And it's a wait and see on what happened with Miami here. What do you think, Saxy? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you know, uh, aging receivers that are speed based, it's it's kind of a tough proposition trading, uh, you know, that many assets for something like uh, for a player like that, who frankly, uh, the cliff is coming. You just don't know when it's going to hit. Right. So it feels like uh, it feels like there's quite a bit of assets to to uh, give away for Tyreek. Now, at the same time, I think both these teams come out with things that they need. You know, I think that Kansas State needs to uh, get some young players to the draft. And I think that this is a great way to address that by, uh, you know, 
adding five more draft picks and uh, uh you know, I, I think that they've been able to keep up, uh, at least in the receiver room, having a lot of talented guys in there over the last few years. Now, maybe that is because Tyreek is getting them open, but I think that uh, they can hold it together. Uh, what's that? What's that uh, receiver room look like now, Arch? Uh, not great, right? Really, not great. Not great. I mean, without Tyreek, the question with the Chiefs is with Tyreek has always been: Does Tyreek get other people open with the attention he demands yeah. from the defense? That's a good question. And you're, I, does this now make Juju Smith-Schuster the number yeah. one wideout? Apologies to Travis, Travis Kelsey. But is he the number one wide receiver now yes. in, in Kansas City? Uh, they, had, they, they did this on purpose. I think it had more to do with they knew Tyreek Hill was on his way out than it did like replacing Chris Pringle. Um, <laughs> so what do, we, what do we got? Smith-Schuster, is um, Mikhail Hardman still there? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to be, I think they, with all these draft picks, they've got to get a wide receiver with one of those plethora of picks they've got in this draft. You've been banging well, the drum that the skill positions are not very good in the this draft. The first round, they're not good. You can probably find some value later in the draft, but the first round is going to be heavy offensive line and defensive players. Okay. Well, I thought there were a lot of uh, folks that uh, were breaking like 40 records at the combine this year, but then uh, you come to learn that they actually changed the surface at uh, at, at the field, and that was what was uh, may have been the cause of that. So I guess uh, it, you know th- those numbers are f- feel skewed now as well. So I, I guess it's going to be hard to judge what we're going to get in the draft until uh, uh, the players suit up and we see what they look like, uh, you know, on the NFL field. Boy, that would just bring Al Davis to tears to see that kind of speed. I mean, if, if you have speed and <laughs> stone hands, boy, that's an Al Davis special right there. Indeed it is. Uh, did Chiefs solve Josh Gordon? I think they do. Right? Do they? I don't I think, think so. No, no. Okay, uh, maybe not. <laughs> He's not suspended anymore, right? He's finally free. Yeah. I feel like it's flip a coin with that guy. Yeah, pretty much. Tyreek is getting $25.5 million signing bonus from the Dolphins. His base salary is only a $1 million in 2022, $10 million in 2023. Uh, well, no, his roster bonus is $10 million in 2023. Base salary $16 million, fully guaranteed in 2023. Uh, base salary in 2024 is $19.6 million, guaranteed if, you know, by uh, March 2023. Uh, it just goes on and on and on. Um, is uh, if he actually, you know, they don't restructure. His 2026 base salary is slated to be 43.9 million. Wow. Well, but that's Pan- a restructure. Well, Panther Panther knows this though that as as our local GM that there's no way that that contra- contract contract no. uh, finishes. There's there's no way. There's no way the end of this contract uh, sees light of day. That was a was that a three year deal? It says 2022 to 2026. The 26 or four year deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, well, I mean, whether or not it finishes or not, he's getting that guaranteed money, and that only puts him, what, 34 years old. So maybe, but uh, that they, they've put themselves in win mode now. I read one comment where they said the Dolphins are instant Super Bowl contenders, and I just had to chuckle. I was like, no, they're not. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they're not even they're not even AFC that, East legitimate. Contenders. Was that was that an article written by the Miami Herald? What was this? Uh, <laughs> you know, I swear some of these so-called experts just throw shit out there to get a reaction. For real. Uh, so here's a breakdown of trades and moves that have happened. I'm trying to make this a little bit bigger so you can see it. 
Devontae Adams, Packers. <clears throat> this is NFC to AFC. Devontae Adams went from the Packers to the Raiders. Wilson went from the Seahawks to the Broncos. Cooper went from the Cowboys to the Browns. Khalil Mack went from the Bears to the Chargers. Matt Ryan went from the Falcons to the Colts. Robert Woods went from the Rams to the Titans. And then inside the uh, AFC, there were some trades. And the AFC to NFC, Carson Wentz went from the Colts to the Commanders. <laughs> And Carson Wentz made the Commanders' uh, Super Bowl odds go worse. Yeah, so maybe maybe every single trade that has happened and every single signing here has made the AFC better, including getting rid of Carson Wentz. It's going to be a gauntlet, and that's been kind of my point, is when a lot of this stuff was happening, why would Tom Brady not come back? I mean, the, the yeah. competition in the NFC is so – he can navigate that with relative ease. So a lot of the guys that they thought they were going to lose – return to Tampa Bay. So you got to love Tampa Bay's odds uh, to run it back this year. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it's hard not to think that uh, the NFC is wide open for Tom Brady to come through. I mean, uh, especially uh, super angry, having retired, spent two weeks with his children, Tom Brady. I can't imagine the fire that'll be under his ass this year. Uh, the odds haven't really changed a whole lot. Bills are still plus 750. Buccaneers are still plus 750. The Chiefs were 850, as I recall, yesterday. They're plus 900 now to win it all. Mm. Eh, slight overreaction. I did look it up. Yeah. Josh Gordon is still a Chief. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. Hey. So we got, we got that. So with all these teams, like, really overpaying and assembling craziness, it kind of... And because the Brooklyn Nets sucked ass so bad last night, uh, a topic came up again that we've talked about before uh, in the Discord channel. And I asked the guys there, because I've asked this question a few times, because I think it's an interesting topic. Is building a super team worth it anymore? And Marky Mark said, I don't think so. The Grizzlies are a prime example of how it's not worth it. Another one is the Sixers. They were just as good without Harden when Simmons played, not to mention Milwaukee. And the Warriors were fine without Durant, too. The Heat won two championships, but were a disappointment compared to what they paid. The Lakers flat out suck and only won because of the bubble. And now the net sucks, too. Arch, you should ask that to Panther and Maxi tomorrow on the show. And because a patron said that, I'm asking Saxy and Panther. Panther? Super teams in the NFL, NBA, whatever. Is it worth it anymore? Or is that era over? I think that era is bordering on over. The, the NBA in particular is starting to become more balanced. They're starting to get younger. You're seeing some of the veterans um, start to show their age. But and, and especially with some of these, super, you know, LeBron, for example, trying to create a super team. Well, he's banging on the door of 40 years old. Like It's kind of hard to build a super team when you're you're on the wrong side of your career um brooklyn technically was never a super team because those three guys only played a combined 12 games together <laughs> we never really got to see them at full force uh philadelphia was a revolving door jimmy butler went through there uh horford went through there they, they i mean tobias harris is there ben simmons is gone now harden is there i don't know if philadelphia even knows what the fuck they're doing um but you, you see teams like memphis who's got Ja Morant that they drafted, a bunch of really good players around them, and they're a really good team. You look at the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I don't know that I would say Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton constitutes a super team. That's three really, really good players. Um, and I think the thing that I've been banging for the, the longest time is depth. Three players is not going to get you a title, but a deep team, a bench that can come and bail you out of your foul trouble or injury trouble, um, that's where it's at. And I think that's the direction 
that the league is going is to to get more depth on their team. What do you think, Taxi? Well, I mean, I think that's absolutely uh, ha- having bench depth, having a team that is built from within. I mean, that that was always used to be how you know the Packers were. Uh, folks would always say the Packers are so perennially good because they uh, you know draft well, et cetera, and they are able to build from within. You know, I think that the other thing that really creates super teams, though, to be honest, other than drafting well, is um, uh, frankly players taking cuts to create depth and to play with one another. I think that that is, at the end of the day, what what really does create a lot of these super teams. Tom Brady did it for years with the Patriots and allowed uh, there to be a lot more room uh, in the cap to cover a lot of other talent on the team. And I think that that's, frankly, really uh, what it comes down to is players not trying to be selfish and win championships and chase championships together, rather uh, players working together to bring together a team uh, in, in that kind of a way. That That's where it's successful, and I think that's a way that it can continue to be successful. I don't think that paying players max salaries and things like that uh, is, is what creates super teams. No. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Yeah, it, I, I, I do. I go back to it. I just think the era of the super team is done. I agree with you 100%, Panther. Building depth. Building depth is going to be so key, so crucial. It is in the NBA. I think it's, it's we're going to see that in the NFL, too. The longer this schedule goes on, if we start introducing more bullshit uh, overtime rules to make the games even longer, Jesus, it's, it's yeah, every... Every game is going to become like, uh, you know, you have to look at load management as the season goes on. Well, the NFL is making it damn near impossible because these contracts that they're giving quarterbacks, you're not leaving any money left on the table to to pay any other players. So yeah. uh, you, you've got to draft well and you've got to have some depth because, you know, to be able to go out and, you know, th- that's probably the very reason that Devontae Adams is in Green Bay is because mm-hmm. they couldn't even afford to keep him mm-hmm. after they paid Rodgers. Every day that goes by with a new quarterback signing, I think, God damn, that Mahomes contract is the greatest team contract <laughs> ever signed. Well, it gets it gets better by the year, right? It That's does. what's going to happen. It's, yeah. it's just going to get better by. This is what happened with the Kirk Cousins contract. The Kirk Cousins contract originally, well, I, I mean, it wasn't didn't end up that good because Kirk Cousins wasn't good. But I mean, as far as uh, like paying what the like proper salary for that guy is, I mean, he's like you know tenth highest paid quarterback, twelfth highest paid quarterback now. Uh, you know, three years after the insane, fully guaranteed ninety million dollar contract that he signed, uh, you know, has happened, and now that's kind of par for the course. Yeah. At least as far as pay is concerned. And it doesn't it doesn't seem like uh, the Vikings, you know, really far overstepped themselves as much as they sort of did with the entity that is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Enough of all that. I guess we should take a breather. Saxy was practicing all morning in front of a mirror on this. Oh, you know it. Because DJ and homies, it is time to talk about MyBookie.ag. With MyBookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, MLB, and the Academy Awards. That's right. Right now, MyBookie is offering odds on Best Picture, uh, where Coda and Belfast are the true value plays here. And I don't know. I'm going to roll the dice and put put a few bucks on Belfast for some funds and extreme value, right? Let's give a listen to that full episode that Arch and Tom released last night also. Go download and listen to every single episode. Because MyBookie is well-traveled. They offer quality odds on basically everything. Sign up now using the promo code AbsoDGen so we can keep the lights on around here. MyBookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to $1,000. Whether you're at home on the go on your laptop or just casually enjoying some film you can bet win and get paid with my bookie guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djens proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy 
insane, maybe even a little mad? If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. That's right. You should listen to that one. It was good. Ma- Tom is a man of the people. He's not a he's not a snob. He, he works for NPR. You know, he's not a snob. <laughs> you say it so much. It's like you have to convince us. Yeah. It's like you're trying to convince us when you say it that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. NBA Sex Panther. What are we looking at? I got three games today. We're going to start with the Indiana Pacers going to the Memphis Grizzlies. My first reaction was there's no way. I got to take Indiana with 12 and a half. And then you look at the injuries. You look at the last time they played. They just played, uh, what, two weeks ago. Indiana at home against Memphis and got blasted by 33 points. Now they're on the road going to a Memphis team that's not really banged up. John Morant's out, but as I've mentioned many times when he's out, they've got three point guards that can step up and they don't miss a beat. They've won four of their last five, coming off that 12-point beating of Brooklyn. I think Memphis does take care of business at home here, so I'm going to lay, God, I can't believe this, 12.5 points and put 10 bucks on the grizzle. Man, uh, Panther, I give you full moral support with that. Um, and I here's the deal. I'm I'm looking at this game, and I'm actually liking the under today. Both of these teams, they average under 222 when on back-to-backs, and currently both teams are on back-to-backs. Further, on those back-to-backs, Memphis is 8-4 and four to the under, while Indiana is 7-5 and five to the under. So with a total set at a sky-high 235.5 and, and Joss still being listed as questionable for tonight, I do like this to go under and that may be dumb because the Grizz do know how to score a lot of points but I'm I'm liking that tonight so I'm taking the under in this game that's my edge and you can still get 236 on that under sign me up mm-hmm. I like that I like the underplay in that one yeah Pacers suck Grizzles should just blow them out of the water I'm not betting it I'll lean with you here but yes yeah, too many points I figured that's too many points for you. Well, here's one that looks like it's a toss-up game. Let's take a look at Chicago going to Nolens. The Bulls have been a train wreck. They've been an absolute train wreck for the what, since the also well, really since Lonzo Ball went down. They haven't got their point guard situation figured out, and now it looks like Demar Derozan is at least questionable. Zach Levine is questionable. They've been terrible on the road. They've lost their last four in a row on the road. And they got beat by nearly 30 points by Milwaukee. Now, New Orleans isn't good. I think we, we know they're not good, but they're playing competitive basketball and they're decent enough at home. The probability here actually has me New Orleans winning this game outright. Mm. I was catching them plus a point, but I see it shifting. Am I still getting that point? I can still get you a point over here at uh, Bet365. Yeah, give me New Orleans plus the one, 10 bucks. 
Yeah, I, man, I, I lean Chicago in this one, uh, you know, looking in the past and this might be, you know, looking past all the current injuries they're dealing with, but Chicago mm-hmm. won all three meetings straight up and against the spread this year uh, against the Pels and have covered the spread by nearly 10 points every time. Uh, Pels first game. This is the first Pels game at home after a road trip. And so we know what that means. And also the over has struck by a margin of 10 uh, in the same stretch between these two teams uh, where they combine for at least 240 in each game they've played this season. So to, to me, I mean, I'm going to lean the over. I'm leaning Chicago, but I couldn't commit to a side here. Mm. I, I like this play, Panther. Pelicans plus a point. I do think I do think they can they have a real chance to win you know, outright. I know it's a big, big statement when you're only a one point dog, but no. Yeah. But I I do think that they have a serious shot to do this. So I'm jumping on it with you. I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Pelicans as well. There probably should be money line in that. Are we getting anything for a money line? It's a negative line. Still negative. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. One more then for me. Let's take a look at Phoenix going to Denver. Phoenix just literally played last night in Minnesota, beat a really good Timberwolves team. Sorry, exactly. Uh, and they won five in a row here. Four of their last five have been on the road. They'll continue this road trip in Denver, who's playing better than I thought they would. I mean, but Jokic is literally carrying this team, waiting for the arrival of Jamal Murray, who might make it back for the playoffs. But this is the same Denver team that we've pretty much seen all season long. And, and I've been really impressed with how Jokic has carried them. But against a Phoenix team, that Chris Paul aside is relatively healthy. I'm really shocked that they're actually laying points here. I, I know it's a back to back and it's been a road trip for Phoenix, but this team is just so damn good. And they're really good uh, on the road, 29 and six away from Phoenix. So I'm going to put $10 with the three points on the Phoenix Suns. Man, I, uh, first off, Panther, you don't need to apologize for my T-Wolves losing. I, in fact, was hoping that they would lose last night. I don't know if you saw my comment on the podcast yesterday live, but... You know Max is rooting against you, right? Have you- I, 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 I I vaguely have heard him wish cast against my team a little bit, that, they, that they're too successful, in fact. He's, he's rooting for me... Rooting in, for them, to root against in, you. Exactly, in the most spiteful way. So we all know exactly what is on the table here for me with this game, Right. Uh, I'm invested in the Nuggets continuing to win a few games here down the stretch because they and the T-Wolves are right there, six and seven seed. And so, uh, but when I look at this game, actually, there's a lot of indicators here that are making me, uh, that, that may make me lean towards the over. However, when I see the total set at the lofty 232, I think that's too high. I'm looking at the under uh, with a little bit of defense tonight uh, in Denver because I think these two teams actually have something to play for. And when you get that, you actually get teams that play, I don't know, four quarters. So sometimes, mm. most of the time, nah, nah, man, maybe. Nah. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking there to be at least three and a half quarters of reasonably competitive play tonight <laughs> that results in some defense and the under coming in. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do think the under does hit. I'm just looking here. Yeah, I think you're, you might be right. Uh, I do like the Suns plus the points. It's close. But I'm just going to throw in with the Suns and just say, yeah, why not? You're getting plus four. You might be tired, but I do think you can just you can beat the Nuggets with all things being equal. So ten bucks on the Suns with you, Panther. Although I am one and three to start this week, or last like last two three days, so not so good. I'll take that for what it's worth. Uh, yeah. That's all I've got for the association, Saxy. Uh, that is all I have for the association as well. So oh, that's it. March. That's it. Holy shnikes. No, it's not it. Cleveland is going to Toronto. Mm. Cleveland is plus four and a half. 
and I think they can cover it. I really, really do. Toronto's, they're good, but they're a little streaky. I, I'm going to throw one with the Cavs here. On the road, in a different country, plus four and a half. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. look, they, they got healthy, right? They got Darius Garland back. But anytime a team loses to the Lakers, i got to give that a little bit of pause, especially <laughs> at home. Um, they, they came off this you know home stretch, and they've gotten healthy, hitting the road, going to Toronto. Toronto's lost two of their last three. They're only mediocre at home, 17 and 16 at home. Uh, this is probably a toss-up game. I really would call this a 50-50 game all things considered, but uh, OG Ananobi is out. Gary Trent didn't practice yesterday, so he most likely is out. Uh, so I think Cleveland probably is the play here. I'll give you moral support with those points, but I wasn't on this game. Yeah, I also give you full moral support, Arch, here. I feel like in the absence of Mad Max, I should be mentioning that this is the first Raptors game home after a road trip. So we all have to wonder whether or not their affairs are in order. Uh, but the Raptors are actually 0-5 ATS in their last five games Ooh. as home favorites. Ooh. And so I think I think you're absolutely on the right side with the Cavs. They're very good. I'll take it. All right, NHL. One game. That's it. One for me. Yeah, me too. Oh. Let's see if we're on the same one. Uh, we're going to go and look at my team, Nashville, mm-hmm. going to Vegas. And uh, you guys know what I've been saying about Vegas, man. This, this is the team that you just cannot bet on. I don't know if they even fixed any of their problems at the trade deadline. They've lost two in a row, and they've scored zero goals in those two. They've lost seven to nothing in those two games combined. This Vegas team is an absolute train wreck, and as Max has pointed out a few times, they might very well miss the playoffs Nashville, pretty decent on the road, 18 and 12 and four away from Tennessee. And, uh, you know, they're, they're one and one on this road trip. But this is, I don't even know if this is much a bet on Nashville as it is a bet against Vegas. <laughs> uh, give me the Predators for 10 bucks. Yeah. I, uh, this is the game that I'm on, Panther. And, uh, it, we're on the same side. This is for absolutely all of the same reasons that you said. The, the Golden Knights are just trending in the wrong direction right now. Predators look like a team that uh, should be able to handle uh, uh, Vegas. I don't think there's any reason for me to expound any further on this. Give me Nashville. Wow. Okay. There you go. I mean, it does look like Nashville should win. Yeah. Only minus 107 right now. I don't think that's too much to ask. So I think you guys are, I don't think you're exposed too much. So good, good it job. almost seems trappish for it to be that low. Oh, here we go. Don't get that big brain working too hard. I know. I know. You're, you're overthinking here. <laughs> uh, that, that's all I've got for the ice. Iceberg's beloved Winnipeg Jets playing are playing the Senators. And I wanted to look at this because they opened at minus 295 and they're minus 250 now. Any value on the Senators here? Uh, I mean, value, maybe, but there was only two games today that were under a minus 200. Like the, today is yeah. so freaking chalky. It is incredibly, uh, but Ottawa being on the road is kind of where I don't give them much of a chance. Have they been at home? Maybe you give them a little bit of a puncher's chance, but uh, on the road at Winnipeg, yeah, Winnipeg's not exactly good. Maybe, I mean, if you want to take a flyer, there's longer shots, but I, man, I just can't touch any of these games today. It's the story. Yeah. Across- oh, good. Sexy. Oh, no, I, I was just going to say, I'm looking at this game. If anything, I mean, ugh, the senators are one and five, their last six overall. It's just, it, it, they don't look like they're trending in the right direction. I guess that that's a dice roll on them, a, a true dice roll. And it's, it's a one in six chance. Almost what it would feel like. <laughs> 
Uh, one more. Let's take a look at real quick uh, because it's not Islanders were minus two forty five and now they're minus two hundred. I mean, all all these lines opened up big. Like Blues are minus two eighty five now they're minus two sixty five. All these big favorites opened high, but a lot of them are breaking. Yeah, and I think that probably has more to do with people just taking flyers, lottery tickets. Today is a lottery ticket day, and the same situation as Ottawa. If Detroit was at home, I think you fire that bullet here. But on the road, Detroit's been absolutely trash on the road. So, um, I mean, if you want to throw a lottery ticket at it, I get it, but I think it's very unlikely they win this game. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not a huge fan of the Red Wings here on the road either. I. Ugh, I. I think the Islanders pull it out, and I'm. I'm. I'm leaning towards the over in this one, but I don't. I don't have anything that is making me feel convinced. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. I guess that's it for hockey. Um, we've got a few comments, but uh, also oh, you're going to want to keep an eye on the uh, podcast feed. It sounds like there's going to be a surprise podcast dropping this morning too. Ooh. Um, yeah. Exciting. Out of nowhere, out of nowhere, someone messaged me. Uh, Big Daddy Parley says, Wolverines potentially going to the game. My family from Michigan came down to San Antonio to support the squad. The Irish still suck. You know, it's bad enough that I get this crap from from Arch and Chubby Zebra when, when we do the college football thing. But now Big Daddy, who's been, you know, Part of the family now for all the fuck since the beginning, I think. Um, you do for you to throw this dagger, for you to just be trolling me like this. Um, yeah, I, I we don't say that word around here, but here's what I will say uh, go Villanova, go Villanova, take a hike, Panther. Uh, Duncan for the Spurs never took the cash and he, that he could have received, talking about you know building super teams. That's that's the trick, man. That's the trick. You got to have talent that uh, it doesn't get paid like it. <laughs> that's that's the only way it feels. Well, I did, and and then, but they were. I would never call the Spurs a super team, but they built with uh, Ginobili and Tony Parker, and in the few years that um, you know the Admiral was there. I mean, they just they had the right pieces that made that team work. You'd never call them a super team, but man, when you can find the right pieces. San Antonio, I mean, they, they had the team back then. All right. Iceberg says Detroit Red Wings plus one and a half. I don't hate that play. The old chicken shit. Chicken shit play of the day. He said, watch, watch them cover. Too much public money. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Iceberg, you're supposed to be on Discord. I thought somebody else was Iceberg because I was doing an amalgamation <laughs> of their name. Where are you, man? All right, what do we talk about today? We talked about the NBA. We talked about NHL. We talked about building super teams. Is that era over? I think I think, I think think we're seeing it is. And we talked about the Tyreek Hill trade. So let's see, who am I doing for a sexy? That's it. Well, homies, man, what a day. Y'all know what to do. Join us at Betting Absolute on Twitter. Download and listen to every single episode. Sex Panther, take us home. All right, take you home with a reminder. We're back to college basketball action tonight. So if you guys are on Discord, I mean, you got to get in there. It um, With the basketball games last weekend, it was just constant. It was lit up. We were shooting the shit about all these games. we got four big games tonight. I'll be in there shooting. I know Arch is going to be on these games. So get in there and shoot the shit with us. Um, but uh, here we are. Let's get out of here with a Panther parlay. We're on those New Orleans Pelicans, the Phoenix Suns, and the Nashville Predators. Those three will make up today's Panther Parlay. And you can hang out with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Discord. 
join the book club shoot the shit with us we will shoot right back but most importantly let us know what you did yesterday what you're going to do today and when it's all said and done kids go villanova and make some money fools Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.